The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All we can be sure of is this. Zach Berry and Grayson Weir are hashtag not committed. I love a good train wreck. Hey, what up? This is Not Committed. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Joining me as always, Grayson Weir, coming to you on a Tuesday afternoon on the heels of Ole Miss Baseball, running through the Coral Gables Regional, making it look uh, relatively easy as they have set up for a Super Regional matchup down in Hattiesburg with Southern Miss should be incredibly normal, nothing out of the ordinary. There will not be anything crazy about that super regional at all, right? Yeah, no chance. It'll be completely sane and and very normal and all all of the, you know, standard things. They'll get in, they'll play exactly nine innings. It'll be a 2-1 ball game. Surely there won't be any anything out of the ordinary down there in uh, Hattiesburg, but I did see tickets are already going for $400 before fees. So it's going to be absolute chaos down there in Southeast Mississippi. Well, I guess like yeah. middle East Mississippi. Yeah. It, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it'll be a zoo for sure. Um, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, a year to the day. Of Ole Miss's, uh, speaking of not crazy, a uh, very normal regional final game against Southern Miss last year in a game pitted two teams that had 40 plus wins against each other on the final day. Um, 21 combined runs, 22 combined hits. I mean, it was. Almost jumped out to a 9-0 lead, then AM chipped away, or AM, Southern Miss chipped away 9-2, then 10-2, and then uh, it was 10-7, then 12-7, and uh, then 
Southern Miss tacked on two in the seventh, and it got a little dicey, got a little tight there at the end. And uh, Taylor Broadway closed that one up. So a bit of a rematch here. Um, this one should be uh, should be fun. Uh, I think. Um, I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't mention Tim Elko, now the single-season home runs leader in program history. Um, hit three yesterday, so have a day for uh, Mr. Elko. Uh, he now has 22 on the season. Breaks the uh, record held by uh, Brian Petway, had 21 in a season um, of uh, – early 2000s fame and then the other guy that had 21 in one year I I will admit had no idea who this guy was um his first name is escaping me his last name was Huseman Huseman um sure yeah he had 21 in a season as well in 1998 so this was Pre Mike Bianco, but um, but yeah, so good for uh, Tim Elko coming back from the uh, torn ACL, and uh, now he's got twenty two dingers on the year and helped lead Ole Miss by uh, by Arizona in the regional final. It was not close at all. Um, got a little dicey there early. Derek Diamond stayed in the game a little too long. Where have we heard that before? But uh, Ole Miss just the offense continues to uh to carry this team. So it uh, sets up now super regional with Southern Miss. Um, I don't know about you before we get into recruiting, but just real quick, I I basically stayed on ESPN's squeeze play program all weekend. And uh, it was, there were, there was times where they were getting a little delirious. I mean, they were sitting there for 10 hours, 12 hours and, kind of running out of things to talk about a little bit, but um, it's kind of cool to see uh, Chris Burke, Mike Rooney, just their like stream of consciousness while they uh, would watch college baseball. And I mean, what a weekend it was. I mean, there were some absolute just barn burners of, of games. I mean, you had the Stillwater Regional was electric. Louisville and Michigan went back and forth. Um Maryland Yukon, shout out to your nutmeg boys. Um, oh yeah. Super controversial call in that one. Um, I, there was a controversial call in the Michigan Louisville regional final. And then um, the nightcap uh, missed the last two innings, but Stanford stormed back, um, beat Texas state in the ninth um, But yeah, I mean, it was uh it was a lot of fun. ECU is back in a super, <clears throat> they um, continue to win big uh, with Cliff Godwin. And um, you had AM defeating TCU. Uh, it was, uh, it was a, a weekend of some really good college baseball. It was legitimately one of the best weekends I can think of in my 25-plus years of life of just straight binge-watching television. I mean, legitimately, the squeeze play, shout-out to Chris Budden, shout-out to Chris Burke, shout-out to Mike Rooney, shout-out to Matt Schick. All those guys absolutely crushed it all weekend. I mean, I, I, as someone who cannot wait for Sundays in the fall because I wake up, you know, anticipating NFL red zone, squeeze play is basically just NFL red zone, but for college baseball. And Mm -hmm. it was electric from start to finish. One of the best 
I mean, I would go so far as to say this was the best regional weekend. I mean, as far as I can remember, and I'll go so far as to say that the super regionals this weekend, all of the matchups are super unique. They're kind of in some unique, different places. It's not the same old, same old blue blood, you know, same parks, same places. There's some new faces in there. I mean, heck, even Hattiesburg. I think that place is going to be rocking this weekend and it's going to be a ton of fun. So Ole Miss getting there. I mean, Tim Elko said it himself back in, you know, whatever the heck that was back in April. Don't let the revs get hot. They're letting the revs get hot despite, you know, Mike Bianco's consistent inability to read pitching staffs and to know his pitchers (laughs) and to go to the bullpen at the right time. Despite all of that, Ole Miss is cooking. So this weekend will be very interesting. Mike Bianco, at least in my opinion, um, three games in Hattiesburg for his job. You know, if, if you can end up in Omaha, there's a big 2014 vibes here where, you know, I think, I believe Ben Garrett, our own Ben Garrett of the uh, Ole Miss spirit of the on three network said it himself, major, major 2014 vibes mm-hmm. to where Mike Bianco back in 2014 was on the hot seat and then turned around and brought that team to Omaha. Um, obviously this year was not quite as dominant as that 2014 team was down the stretch, but they are dominant at the right times. And, you know, that exclamation point yesterday, um, I'm just a little worried that maybe the bats used all the offense yesterday, but I mean, we'll wait and see. And, and Mike Bianco's got three games in Hattiesburg Mm -hmm. to either keep his job move on at least in my opinion so a lot of great storylines going to be a lot of fun 4 p.m eastern time 3 p.m central on saturday and sunday with the rubber match on monday if necessary it's going to be a blast yeah talking about the parallels i mean as much as you know the offense exploded uh, especially in the regional final um, with all the home runs the extra base hits but uh the story was the bullpen mm-hmm. and you know you talk about the parallels with 2014 um, you know, kind of a same type vibe there, how good that offense was with, you know, Austin Bousfield, J.B. Woodman, Braxton Lee, Sykes Orvis, Will Allen, Errol Robinson, um, you know, Preston Overby, they, they top to bottom, really impressive offense. But, you know, back in 2014, at least in my opinion, um, Austin Anderson, can't forget about him. Uh, Colby Bortles that offense was was really humming but I mean I thought the the bullpen was the story especially getting to Omaha with that group with Aaron Greenwood Scott Weathersby Josh Laxer um, I mean you had guys chipping in Jeremy Massey was big down the stretch and then you turn and and you look at this team with guys like Josh Mallets. I mean the turnaround that he's had has been tremendous and then uh, Mason Nichols um, Brandon Johnson, obviously, on the back end. Um, and then you, you've got, obviously, the story with the starters. You know, Hunter Elliott's been outstanding as a true freshman. Um, and then Dylan DeLucha and his turnaround has been pretty uh, pretty key to this run. So, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot, of, uh, a lot of parallels, a lot of storylines that you can draw from that 2014 team and then fast forward eight years to now. Um, looking at these matchups and the super regionals, and then we'll get to recruiting. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of, 
a lot of really fun matchups here. Uh, we didn't even mention the regional in Hattiesburg with how crazy the LSU Southern Miss regional was and that back and forth. That was a lot of fun. Um, but you've got Notre Dame going up against number one, Tennessee, number nine, Texas, at number eight, East Carolina. East Carolina finally gets to host a super. They've been, um, I believe it's been 20 years, 21 years since they hosted a, a super. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they finally, finally get on the right end of uh, the, uh, well, Maybe they're just lucky. I was trying to think of something. The right end on the the luck stick. I don't know, um, but I mean some of the some of the supers they've had to travel to over the years have been really tough. Um, had to go to Nashville last year for a super, um, so they finally get to host one. That'll be a fun matchup. Louisville at A and M, Oklahoma at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's a great story this year, um, and then segueing into one of the better stories, your boys from UConn, forty nine and fourteen. At number two, Stanford. Stanford salvaged their season in the ninth. Um, Arkansas at number 10, North Carolina. Ole Miss at Southern Miss. And then Auburn at Oregon State is sneaky, uh, sneaky good matchup there. So a lot of fun, super regional matchups. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you look at the bracket here, um, I believe Ole Miss – if they were to make it, they would open up against the winner of the Auburn Oregon State Super. Big so, F, big F. Yeah, big F, big F. So. A, lot of, a lot of ball left to be played. <clears throat> For sure, Southern Miss is very good. Ole Miss, uh, they only it's played once. Like once this year, correct? Um, I believe so. Okay, Ole Miss won. Cup, but I can't. I can't say confidently. It was at least. It was at least once, maybe twice, but I. I don't okay. remember exactly. Uh, Scott Barry at Southern Miss going for his second Omaha trip. Mike Bianco, obviously, same thing. So, a lot of a lot of storylines down in Hattiesburg with the in-state matchup, the uh, you know G five versus P five, you know little brother versus big brother, however you want to call it. It'll be a, it'll be a fun one. So um, so. They played twice. They lost oh, in Pearl, okay. and then they they won at Hattiesburg. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot about the Pearl loss. Okay. It doesn't count. It's in Pearl. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. All right. Um, let's go ahead and take the the first break real quick, and then we'll dive into the recruiting as we had to get that out of the way because that was obviously clearly the biggest storyline in almost circles this week. Um, so congrats to Ole Miss baseball, Mike Bianco, as he continues to, uh, look, I mean, you want to talk about the parallels 2014, he was on a semi hot seat back then. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's, there's no, no getting around it. He's on the hot seat this year, probably needs to get to Omaha. So he's got, uh, at least three chances to do it. So, um, you know, the, the people were, you know, all the, 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 the run to five and zero starts today. People were saying that before the regional started. Well, they're three and zero. Got to win two more. All right, let's take our first break here from the sponsors. When we come back, we'll dive into uh, the official visit weekend a week ago or a weekend ago, I should say, and uh, a little bit more recruiting. So hang tight. Be right back. Podcast brought to you by Protection Unlimited Incorporated, the Mid South's leader in commercial and residential alarm security. Wayne Lowry and his team have been serving the greater Memphis area and North Mississippi for 50 plus years and would love to get your business and or family protected today. 
They offer cutting edge security for your home or business with video surveillance options, and they're monitoring 24 7, 365. You can reach them via phone at 901 754 6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com. Podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals. They can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about them at bluffcityadvisory.com. Podcast brought to you by the Barry Home Team. You're ready to sell and make the most net profit from your home. Call Stacy and Rick Barry today. They will lead you through the process from property assessment, repairs, staging, and putting that sold sign in your yard. Both have earned the multi-million dollar club member status, and they would love to assist you today in your real estate ventures. Call them 901-481-6420 or 901-461-6421. After you have talked to the Barry Home Team, you can talk to Saddle Creek Title, another proud sponsor of the show. They're the Mid-South's leader in client-focused, innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. Find more information at SaddleCreekTitle.com or call them 901-753-1600. Show brought to you by Davis McCord State Farm. If you're looking for good neighbor service and surprisingly great insurance rates, look no further than Davis and his team. They are your one-stop shop in Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around, give Davis a call. He is ready to help. 901-755-6110 and get your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season. And concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tacova store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. 
If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And we are back here on Not Committed. Zach Barry Grayson, we're with you. All right, we got the baseball out of the way. Let's get into the recruiting. The weekend that was, it was a busy weekend for the staff. They hosted, I think, either close to or over 1,000 prospects for uh, the first elite camp of the year. They had Friday Night Lights camp, and they had some, some Lyman camps. Um, and they're continuing to do so as we record this. More high school prospects coming in. But there were some big visitors in town, most notably on three consensus four-star receiver Jonte Cook. Um, there were some pretty, pretty telling quotes from his official visit. He talked with on three Sam Spiegelman after the visit wrapped up. And uh, look, we've, we've, we've mentioned it on here. We've talked about him for, I think, close to two weeks now. We have said it. We've made it clear on the podcast. We've made it clear on the on the daily threads. Texas is the favorite, but Ole Miss is trying to get in there, and I think they made a hell of an impression over the weekend. Some of the uh, quotes from uh, Mr. Cook uh, via Sam Spiegelman. Jonte Cook said, quote, I'm going to watch them on Saturdays and see how the offense looks. They got some good pieces in Flash and Zach Evans and Malik Heath from Mississippi State. He then went on to say, they see a lot of Elijah Moore in my game and what he did. And they feel like I'm a little better than Elijah. Putting me in that spot, I'd go crazy and set the SEC on fire. And then lastly, he said, Lane Kiffin's offense, what he can do with me, everything about it, it is set up so wonderful. Receivers should want to go to Ole Miss. So, again, Ole Miss is playing big-time catch-up here. Texas, Texas A&M. He's still got some official visits left on the docket. Um, Alabama is still hanging around. Um, but those quotes are, are pretty telling after a weekend when Ole Miss was nowhere in the picture at all. They didn't make his top five. He was supposed to go to Florida, and then he ended up changing at the last minute and decided to take an official to, to Oxford. Um, he's someone that wants to graduate early, sign in December, enroll in January. Him going on the record and saying that he's going to watch Ole Miss this fall, I think, is, is a good sign for Ole Miss fans if they are holding out hope for Mr. Cook to uh, sign with Lane Kiffin in December. Yeah, so I'm curious to know if he – I mean, I think his plan is December as of right now, but I almost wonder if maybe there's some, some late-season push uh, to maybe even potentially from a school like Ole Miss to get him to say, hey, look, we don't want you to commit just yet. We still think we have a chance with you. We want to continue to pitch you like push your commitment back to February. Wait until true national signing day. Come check out Oxford again. Come check out Ole Miss again. Come look at our program. See how we did in the fall. You know, so I know his plan is December. And I think more than likely with a guy of his caliber, you're going to commit as soon as you can, because there isn't necessarily a lot of decision to be made. Like you and I both think, as of right now, uh, pretty firmly, Texas is in the driver's seat. Um, but I, I'd be curious to see if maybe a school like Ole Miss can, can really kind of get in the mix. And I, I think this weekend, like you said, was a, a very telling quote. They did exactly what we expected them to do, sat him down, showed him Elijah Moore, said, look, you're 
basically him. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you you can be just like Elijah, come here, break the school record for receptions in a season, go on to be an NFL draft pick that goes that should have gone in the first round, goes in the second round. Um, they did everything right, and I, I was able to speak with some people about the visit, and they feel as good as Jonte's quotes make them feel, if that makes sense. You know, they, they feel like they did everything that they possibly could to show Jonte what Ole Miss looks like, what he looks like in Ole Miss's scheme, and how he could really blossom into an absolute superstar on a team with Lane Kiffin you know, and even, even Charlie Weiss Jr., his offense is explosive. They used a lot of small receivers over the middle. Um, the two of them together made a great impression on Jonte and what he could become. And so I think if you are Ole Miss, you are cautiously optimistic in that you are playing catch up. Like you've said, like I've said, like we've said at nauseum for the last two weeks, but Going into this weekend, you felt like you had a long shot chance. Coming out of this weekend, you feel like maybe you have a legitimate chance. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's you know the biggest confidence in the world, but as opposed to being a long shot, I think your Ole Miss is now in Jonte's mind, and he's wondering, you know, should I consider Ole Miss to a He's not wondering that. He said he will. He's going to give Ole Miss a legitimate chance this fall. He's going to watch the Rebels. He's going to see himself on the field. And I'm, I'm not going to go so far as to say that Ole Miss will land Jonte Cook because as of today, it, he's Texas's to lose with Alabama, you know, close behind. But Ole Miss is in the mix and confidently in the mix rather than just on the edge of the mix. So I don't think it could have gone any better. Um, the only way it could get better is if he does turn around and commit in December, um, which we'll have to wait and see, you know, how the fall plays out. Maybe he gets back to campus again. Maybe he doesn't. Lane Kiffin has, he made it very clear that Lane Kiffin, you know, won't leave him alone. I don't think Lane Kiffin will continue to like, I think he will continue to, you know, constantly pester him in a good way. So I think it's pretty exciting. And I, I think there's a, a lot of positivity around that recruitment in Oxford and for those around the program. Yeah, I, I do think that um, the, the interest is, is legitimate and genuine. Um, you know, we can, we can kind of pat ourselves on the back. We, we, anticipated them going with the Elijah Moore pitch. Um, and they certainly did. And I think that um, they, they piqued his interest for sure. And I, I do think that, you know, he's someone that's going to, whether he signs in December or he signs in February, I think he's going to sign in December. It seems that I, way. I don't think he's going to commit early. I think he's going to take it all the way to the end, um, which is good for Ole Miss. I, I think that you want him to see what you offer on the field, see what the offense looks like. Um, you know, a guy like Jalen Robinson that's going to be in that wide receiver room is going to be competing for touches in the slot. I mean, that's going to be kind of your, 
you know, your presentation to Jonte Cook and, and hey, this is this is a guy that has a similar skill set to you. This is how we plan on using you in this offense. Watch us on Saturday when we play Auburn and see what we do with him, that kind of thing. So, yep. um, yeah, I certainly think that that's something that is is very legitimate and it's not a, you know, almost still got a ways to go. But I do think the uh, the official visit was more than just a formality and just for him to come down and and get a free trip out of it. I think there's some legitimate interest, um, but that remains to be seen uh, throughout the fall and into uh, December. So, but speaking of Jonte Cook and uh, explosive slot receivers, uh, Ole Miss will be hosting another one this weekend as uh, Jockway's Petaway will be in town. Um, he broke the news uh, via Twitter uh, Monday evening that he would be taking an official visit down to Oxford. And uh, I tell you what, I talked to some people around Oxford, talked to some people around the program, and um, there's certainly a buzz about his his trip this weekend. And I think that there's some quiet confidence in there. Uh, he's the number 57 overall prospect in the country, according to the On3 consensus. He's the 10th ranked player in Texas and the 10th ranked receiver in the 2023 class. Um, 5'11", 170 pounds, um, extremely explosive, can really, really pick them up and put them down, can really run. Uh, I like – I think Ole Miss has a better shot at getting Petaway than they do Jonte Cook. We'll see how the weekend goes. Um, right now, looking at his uh, recruiting prediction machine, Texas, again – uh, leads for another slot receiver. Oklahoma's right there, but Ole Miss creeping up into the race, sitting at 21% behind Texas at 37 and Oklahoma at 32.4. Um, still plans on uh, visiting Ohio State and Oregon. He released a top 10 um, back in March, Texas, Georgia, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, TCU, LSU, Oregon, Houston, Cincinnati, and Ohio State. So you've got the Buckeyes to worry about and the Ducks who continue to recruit skilled players well, regardless of who the head coach is there. But uh, this is a guy that the staff covets for sure. Um, offensive assistant Dane Stevens and uh, receivers coach Derek Nix are those uh, are the primary recruiters for Petaway. Um, but again, I mean, I think this is very similar to what they're doing with Cook. Um, similar type player, probably going to bring him in and do the exact same thing. Elijah Moore, you know, this is what he did in the slot. This is how special he was in the offense in just eight games. You know, set the single-season receptions record at over 1,000 yards receiving, and then he's playing in the NFL now. So I think that that is, uh, is pretty loud for uh, these types of players, these types of receivers with this skill set. And um, it's another four-star big name that will be in town. And uh, I think uh, Ole Miss is, uh, like I said, quiet confidence. There's a buzz around his official visit. And uh, I'm uh, certainly intrigued to see um, how he feels his trip to Oxford goes. I'm not going to say that Petaway is better than John Tate Cook, but I'm not not going to say it. I mean, the, they're very similar players. Um, one is obviously more highly touted and has more flash and pomp and circumstance around his recruitment than being Cook, obviously. But Petaway, I mean, I don't think you can really say he is 
worse than Cook. I don't think you can say that he's a step down from Cook. I, I think in some ways you could almost say he's a step up. I mean, this dude is a freak in terms of how quickly he gets on field and how fast he is. Um, he, he runs track also for his high school and he's been clocked. I'm, I'm reading here. This is actually on the on three database. So shout out to on three once again, coming in in the clutch um, with the times here. I knew he was a, just a crazy fast track athlete, but I didn't realize quite how fast he's been clocked lower than 10, five in the hundred meter and lower than 10, uh, 21, 72 in the 200. And that's as a sophomore. So that doesn't even include um, last season. That doesn't include, you know, what he might do this fall. And then on top of that, he finished uh, first and then second between freshman and, or sorry, sophomore and junior year and the long jump. So he literally runs fast and jumps far. Uh, What else do you really need in a receiver? I mean, obviously you want him to catch, but he's proven that when you go watch his tape, he's an incredible explosive athlete who is going to really make a difference in the receiving room immediately. Uh, 170, you don't love, you want to get him closer to 185, maybe even 190 if you can really bulk him up. Um, but you'll take, you know, 5'11, 170 for a freshman who really will step into whatever receiving room he chooses and become in an immediate impact. It's not a guy you have to wait a year or two for to develop. It's not a guy you have to, you know, hope comes along over the course of his career and then really blossoms into a superstar as a senior. He's an immediate impact guy with stupid wiggle, stupid speed, and stupid athleticism. So, again, not going to say he's better than John T. Cook, but I'm sure as heck not going to say he's worse than John T. Cook. So, if there's a way to get him both, that's insane. But if you do end up missing on John T. Cook, which I tend to believe he'll end up in Texas, and, and I think it will probably stay that way through the fall, getting a guy like Petaway, I'm not even going to use the word consolation prize because they're of equal standing in my mind when you watch the tape, when you look at their speed, when you look at their physicality, and look at what they can bring to an offense. Um, Petaway is a fantastic athlete. And Ole Miss, like you said, I think they run him just basically run back the visit from last weekend, um, just with a different player. Show him the same things. Show him, you know, what he could become in Lane Kiffin's offense, or really Charlie Weiss Jr.'s offense with Lane Kiffin's guidance, um, and just just show him, you know, hey, this is how Ole Miss use, utilizes players like you, and here's who you could become. And I, I think. Um, the buzz around him in Oxford is there for a reason. I think there's a legitimate chance for Ole Miss to just blow his socks off this weekend and show him, you know, how incredible Oxford is one as a campus because he hasn't been before. So he's got to see that side of things, but then he's also just got to see the program and see how he fits in there because he fits pretty perfectly. Um, I mean, there's really isn't, any issues with him fitting into the scheme with him fitting into the system with him finding a place to play right away. Uh, Jalen Robinson obviously is the guy for now, but Petaway will be right there with him if he chooses to commit to Ole Miss. So you got to be really excited about who he is as a player. um, And the fact that Ole Miss feels 
I wouldn't say confident again, because I, I, I don't think really anyone feels confident in recruiting anymore, especially after the Travis Hunter thing. But I would say that they feel like they have a legitimate chance to slide in there and get a player who will become a phenomenal talent right away. Yeah, again, I mean, I, I think you need to not only pay attention to these prospects when we talk about them on the show, but I think you need to obviously pay attention to them because when this staff is bringing in these high profile high school prospects this early, you know, we talked about the, the strategy of recruiting and getting guys in on official visits earlier than the traditional try to get the last visit. Um, But mostly I think because of the transfer portal and how the staff has been able to use that as a tool in completing classes and filling holes. um, I think it's pretty telling with who they are targeting at the high school level and not only bringing them to campus to have them work out for them to see if they want to give them an official offer, but these early official visits are are certainly ones to keep an eye on um, for obvious reasons. So when we come back, we're going to talk about two other prospects at the high school level that have taken official visits to Ole Miss and um, kind of update where things stand with those two. They've got some decisions coming soon, um, and uh, we will touch on those two guys in the trenches when we get back. So hang tight, quick word from the sponsors, and then we will close up the show talking to offensive linemen. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor-outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta catfish to smash burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering. Weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two for one Moscow mules, all of that and more, the best and brightest in house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com or call them at 662 238 3500 and place your order today. The show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com. And you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris, and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoysia fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444.
And we are back here on Not Committed, closing up this Tuesday show. All right, I teased it before we hit the break. Two offensive line prospects at the high school level that have turned heads, not only with the staff, but elsewhere. Uh, they have already taken their official visits. Wilkin Formby of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Northridge High School, and Bryson Sanders of Chattanooga, Tennessee at the Baylor School. They have already taken officials. They are uh, getting down to the wire where they are going to make their decisions public. Um, we were talking a little bit before we started, um, kind of doing some some show prep. Um, I, I would go as far as to say that Ole Miss is in the prime spot for both of these prospects. Um, I have already entered – my RPM prediction for Wilkin Formby to pick Ole Miss. And I'm getting dangerously close to doing the same with Bryson Sanders. Uh, Chad Simmons, the director of recruiting at On3, has entered his prediction for Ole Miss for Bryson Sanders. Um, I continue to hear nothing but good things on Ole Miss's end. I think they are growing increasingly confident with each passing day. Uh, Bryson Sanders, um, like I said, has already officially visited Ole Miss. And uh, he went to Oklahoma last weekend. And then before that, he went to Tennessee. That's kind of the three that it's come down to. Um, he told me a couple of weeks ago he had eliminated LSU. Uh, he was no longer considering the Tigers. So it's down to the Sooners, the Rebels, and the Vols. Um, Wilkin Formby uh, already officially visited Ole Miss back in um, April um, for the uh, Grove Bowl and for the Double Decker Arts Festival. Um, he was in Oklahoma with Bryson Sanders last week, and then he will be at Alabama this weekend and then close up his official visits with LSU on the 17th. I think he will probably get to a point where he can make a decision after that. Um, he's been pretty adamant about getting the decision made, getting it out of the way so he can focus on his senior season. Um, Ole Miss has been with him the longest. They, um, you know, he told me, quote, I love Ole Miss. They saw something in me early and they were quick to offer. That means a lot. And it's why I've been there so many times. Um, I believe he's been to campus unofficially four or five times and then obviously took the official. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that barring Alabama really blowing the doors off on his official. Um, I think he's, he's Ole Miss's to lose right now. Um, he connected a lot with Mason Brooks while he was on his official. He said that uh, he stood out and they talked a lot about football and, and college and, and how to prepare. And um, I think it was good for him. I, we talked about the early official visit strategy last week, and I think that was part of it where they're wanting these prospects to get into town and be around the current players so they can ask them questions about, you know, not only, you know, their recruitment and why they chose Ole Miss, but also to see how they work and how they prepare um, and to see them in action, you know, at practice, in the weight room, um, in the film room and all of that. So I think Ole Miss is in a great spot with these two guys to book in tackles. Um, I think Formby is a legitimate left tackle prospect. And then Bryson Sanders has a ton of versatility. I think he could absolutely play right tackle at the next level, but he's also got um, – uh, an incredible ability to, you know, I think he, I think he's played every position in high school outside of center possibly. Um, so he's got some versatility. 
Um, he's probably closer to 285 now. On three has him listed at 278, but can can really get physical on the interior, but also has that athleticism and, and, and the feet to play right tackle. So this long diatribe talking about two offensive line prospects at the high school level, I, I think Ole Miss is in a great spot for both of them and could potentially be receiving good news from both in the next month or so. I wonder if they've been in touch with each other um, because these two could legitimately anchor either one side of the offensive line together. They could anchor that left side with Formy at left tackle and Sanders at right guard. I'm sorry. Let me run that back. Former at left, Formby at left tackle and Sanders at left guard. Um, or they could be, Ole Miss's future at both tackle positions, like you said. And funny you mentioned Sanders, you know, he's played every position on the line, perhaps except for center. His dad played center at MTSU and his grandfather played, grandfather played center at Ole Miss. So it's not like, you know, he knows how to play center. If we're all push comes to shove, you know, the entire, God forbid, the entire center position goes down a depth chart. You could even play Bryson Sanders at center because there's no doubt in my mind that he knows how to snap a football based on his lineage um yeah love where both of these guys where Ole Miss stands for both of these guys uh I feel like the staff feels pretty good about them I feel like Jake Thornton is all over both of them at every opportunity he gets to be in contact and it would be a really big boost to not only the recruiting class not only Lane Kiffin's um success on the recruiting trail you know he hasn't signed i'll use quotes here like italicized that many four-star recruits uh blue chip prospects necessarily these guys would obviously help with that narrative but but putting that aside because lane has obviously been just fine with the guys that he's signed no matter what their star rating is um they would both be huge impact players for that offensive line likely right away we've talked about it before um so i won't get into it too deep but that offensive line is going to see a lot of turnover the over the next year to two years um with really eli acker being the only one who is definitively going to be there next season and two years from now um mm-hmm. in terms of starters bryson sanders and will conform me although you obviously don't want to start a freshman at the left tackle position or even the right tackle position. If you don't have to Ole Miss might have to. And if you can get Formby and Sanders as those two guys that where you have to start freshmen, you feel pretty confident in them and their abilities right away. So two big gets, if they come to fruition, um, you think they will. The on three national recruiting Analysts seem to believe that both of them are trending in that direction. The RPM recruiting machine believes they're trending into the direction. I believe they're trending in that direction would be really awesome to get them both in Oxford and have them be that future of the offensive line for the next three, maybe four years. But I think they're both legitimate NFL prospects once they get to college and get in the system and get bigger and get stronger and, you know, continue to learn and grow. Um, so there's a chance that they could be three and three and out guys with both of them going, you know, day two, potentially in the NFL draft by the time it's all said and done. Um, I know that's a big statement for guys who are not even entering their senior year of high school yet, but when you look at their potential and their size and their frame, 
in their tape, neither of them play at bad football schools. I mean, they're both in the South at, at solid schools where they're going up against, you know, good guys. They're not going against four foot eight defensive ends or me, you know, up in Connecticut when I was playing defensive end at 160 pounds or whatever it was, they're going against real good talent down here in Chattanooga and in Tuscaloosa. So it's not impossible to imagine them both being NFL draft picks down the road. In fact, the way that they're trending, it's likely heading that way. And if you can get those two guys on campus at Ole Miss and get them to anchor that side, either the left side of the line or the both tackle positions, you're, you're pretty excited about um, who's there protecting Jackson Dart or Luke Altmyer immediately. And then Marcel Reed or whomever else might come in down the road. So mm-hmm. very, very, very good situation for both of those guys. Um, and for Ole Miss to land recruit commits from both of them. You know, you mentioned the two possibly having some kind of dialogue or conversing about where they want to go to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to, to Marcel Reed, the quarterback commit in the 2023 class, who's from Nashville. Um, you know, I think that he's mentioned on several occasions that he's working on both of them. And you know that he's certainly wanting to have his blind side and, and oh, uh, yeah. the, right, the right side protected. But yeah, I mean, I think that there's an obvious you know, these things are falling into place at a certain time to where I think Ole Miss is trying to build from the interior out, um, looking at, you know, getting the big offensive lineman commits and getting these defensive linemen and then building out from there. Because as we know, you you need to be strong in the trenches if you want to compete in the SEC. And these are two legitimate power five offensive linemen that could protect Marcel Reed or whoever's at quarterback Jackson Dard, whoever um, for years to come. So, so yeah, I mean, either they're talking to each other and, or Marcel Reed is talking to them as well and trying to get them to join him in Oxford um, in the 2023 class. So uh, I believe um, there will be some finality with these two prospects by the end of June. Um, I should say as early as the end of June. Um, Like I said, Sanders is done with his official visits and then uh, we'll conform B will finish up uh, his final official at the end of June. So um, again, I think Ole Miss is in a great spot for those two. Um, you know, it's hard to, hard to guess um, with recruiting because it's always fluctuating. It's always changing, but Chad Simmons is as good as anybody in the business. And uh, he likes where Ole Miss sits with Bryson Sanders and um, I know Ben Garrett has mentioned it on the board as well. And then uh, you and I are both hearing similar um, sentiments with Wilk and Formby as well. So um, potential good news for Ole Miss on the recruiting front by the end of the month on the offensive side of the ball. So um, we'll have more uh, Thursday show as we get closer to the weekend with uh, Jaquay's Petaway coming into town. Um I posted on the board earlier today. I'll just mention it here just to cover my bases. Bryce Pollock was scheduled to come in for an official visit. He committed to Pitt last week. If you made me guess, I would say he does not show up, but he still might. I don't know. Try to figure out if he is, uh, and we'll get that to you as quickly as we can. Uh, And then lastly, another uh, official visitor note to get out there. Uh, Posted on the thread yesterday. Corvarius Crouch, the former linebacker at Tennessee and Michigan State, 
He is in the portal. He officially visited last weekend. Um, I, official visits always go well, but the staff said that everything was smooth. They liked what they saw from him, and uh, he liked his visit as well. Um, don't really know who else he is looking at. He's originally from Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, so I don't know if the Tar Heels or maybe NC State or anybody else is in the mix, um, but he did officially visit. Um came into town. He was pretty quiet. He's not super active on social media, so he didn't post anything. So um, just something to put a pin in and, and kind of keep an eye out for. But um, again, camp season, official visit season, it's all in full effect. We'll have more um, at omspirit.com, part of on three, and we'll have more on Thursday's show as well. So Grayson, before we head out, you got anything else? Uh, I So we just have talked time and time again about how Lane Kiffin is not putting barriers on his recruitment. He's not looking only in the state of Mississippi. He's not looking, uh, you know, only in the South. He's looking nationwide. He's also looking international. He, there are a couple guys on campus this weekend. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to try to say their names because I just wouldn't do them justice. Um, but we, a German defensive lineman, 6'3", 280, uh, a lot of raw potential there. I believe you say his name, Faraj T.T. Titi Kpina, um, I was in contact with him trying to ask him about how to say his name. He didn't get back to me. But him and this guy, Kumba Imerick, uh, out of Paris, 6'4", 225, with a 7'1 wingspan. Ole Miss has offered them both, had them both on campus recently. It just goes to show that Lane Kiffin really is not worried about where you're from or who you are. He wants athletes that fit his system, that fit his physicality that had the frame that they're looking for. A lot of that stems from Matt Lindsay's presence uh, last year and the year prior. He's obviously now moved on, but they're looking for guys who fit the NFL mold. Um, and it just goes to show that Lane Kiffin is willing to recruit anyone, any, anybody from anywhere. So long as, you know, you're a talented guy. And I, I think that's an impressive thing that previous staffs, you know, I, I don't see a Hugh freeze or a Matt Luke offering a, a guy from Germany or a guy from Paris. So pretty neat stuff there. Um, and that's all I've got for this week for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more on Thursday as we look ahead to the weekend. Um, so stay locked in at omspirit.com. Daily recruiting thread is alive and well. Ben Garrett's been out there all day at camp talking to numerous prospects who are in town looking for, looking for offers or following up on offers and trying to impress the coaches in person. So we've got a ton of updates there, and then uh, we'll have some stories throughout the week. Um, so until Thursday, Grayson, pleasure as always, uh, and we'll get back to it on Thursday. So to you, the listener, thank you to the sponsors. Much appreciated your support. Like, subscribe, leave a review for Not Committed, and until Thursday, we out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.